0: Hello, and welcome to the Once Again podcast. We are your hosts, Ashley and Jason. In this episode, we'll be looking at the 1847 Charlotte Bronte novel, Jane Eyre. This is a special bonus episode for Ashley's birthday. So once you get done listening, if you'd like to reach out to us on our social media accounts and wish Ashley a happy birthday, we'd appreciate it. Also, we'll be discussing what some may consider spoilers in this podcast episode. So if you don't want to know anything about this 176 year old novel tune out now with all that out of the way get your live-in nurse drunk steal the key to the attic lock set your husband's bed on fire and enjoy this episode
1: <laughs> kids, wife. kids,
0: wife. bertha's on the run um, jane eyre originally published as jane eyre an autobiography is a novel by the english writer Charlotte Bronte. It was published under her pen name Currer Bell on October nineteenth, eighteen 1847 by Smith, Elder, and Company of London. The first American edition was published the following year by Harper and Brothers of New York. Jane Eyre is a building's roman, or coming-of-age story for those who aren't into fancy terminology.
1: Who aren't English majors. (laughs) Yeah. Uh,
0: Which follows the experiences of, which I assume, um, I'm not really going to use the summary too much in in discussing it, but I assume that uh, the summary was written by a British um, English authoritarian, not authoritarian, um, uh, authority, like some sort of professor or something, because not only is the summary very well written, but they use all the excessive O's in words that and use that English, mm-hmm. like they, they spelt honor with a U mm-hmm. and flavor and like all, all like different, you know, they use excessive letters that the Americans don't use. So I was like, oh, this was written by a British person <laughs> and quite well written. But I, I, anyway, as I was saying, Jane Eyre is a building's roman or coming of age story, which follows the experiences of its epimonious heroine, including her growth to adulthood and her love for Mr. Rochester, the brooding master of Thornfield Hall. The novel uh, revolutionized prose fiction by being the first to focus on its protagonists, uh, moral and spiritual development through an intimate first person narrative where actions and events are colored. See right there. You have the colored with excessive letters by a psychological intensity. Bronte has been called the first historian of the private consciousness and the literary ancestor of writers like Marcel Proust and James Joyce, which is why I think you enjoy James Joyce so much as you you do. I've
1: actually, I don't think I've read anything by James Joyce. Fun fact.
0: Oh, I was thinking of, yeah, you're right. I was thinking of, uh, what's his name from the great Gatsby, uh, Uh, Fitzgerald. Fitzgerald, Yeah. Yeah. But the book contains elements of social criticism with a strong sense of Christian morality at its core and is considered by many to be ahead of its time because of Jane's idolistic character and how the novel approaches the topics of class, sexuality, religion, and feminism. Along with Jane Austen's Pride and Prejudice is one of the most famous romance novels. So I'm going to give a little bit about Charlotte Bronte's background now and then we'll dive into the plot. Charlotte Bronte was an English novelist and poet, and the eldest of the three Bronte sisters who survived into adulthood and whose novels became classics of English literature. Bronte was born April 21st, 1816, in thornton Yorkshire, England. She enlisted in school at Row Head in January 1831 at age 14. She left the year after to teach her sisters Emily and Anne at home, returning in 1835 as a governess. In eighteen thirty nine she undertook the role of governess for the Sedwick family, but left after uh, a few months to return to Hawthorne uh, Hayworth. Excuse me, yeah, to Hayworth, where the sisters opened a school but failed to attract pupils. Instead they turned to writing, and they were each first published in eighteen sixty four under the pseudonyms of Currer, Ellis and Action Bell. Although her first novel, The Professor, was rejected by publishers, her second novel, Jane Eyre, was published in 1847. The sisters admitted to their bell pseudonyms in 1848, and the following year were celebrated in London literary circles. Charlotte Bronte was the last to die of all her siblings. She became pregnant shortly after her marriage in 1854, but died on March 31, 1855, at age 38 almost certainly from a complication of pregnancy, which causes excessive nausea and vomiting. Bronte was laid to rest in St. Michael's and All Angels Church in Hayworth, England. Okay, so that's all I have about that. I have a little bit of a plot summary here. I guess, do you want me to read that too? No,
1: we'll we'll just probably, like, pick at it as we need. Okay. I figure we should, the reason we're discussing Jane Eyre in particular is... Uh, Jason is reading it for class this coming semester. Yeah,
0: and it's one of your all-time favorites. It's, well,
1: yes, it's one of those things that I know very well, yeah. huh? You have
0: a quote from it on your class ring. <laughs> everything. I radio. do. Yeah.
1: It was on my graduation cat t- cap, too. Yeah. Uh, thanks to Dr. Helen Davis, who is my advisor, and I love her. And it's her class you're taking, which yeah. is why you're reading this. Yeah. So I'm sure she will give this a listen, so shout out to her.
0: Yeah, shout out to you, Doctor Davis. I'm. You're already
1: gonna love half the things he's been saying. He was telling me in the car earlier, and I was like, "Oh, this, is, you're perfect." <laughs> yeah, she's gonna love that. Well, let,
0: let's let's dive into discussing it then. Um, okay. So I just want to start off with my first criticism because I only really I only have two criticisms of it really. My first criticism is that the first ten chapters of the novel are boring as hell, like, <laughs> the, and they could be summarized in two sentences. I was an orphan who was abused by my aunt and cousins. Then I went to school where my best friend died and I was abused early on there and eventually became a teacher and the school reformed and everything. So maybe three sentences if you really want to stretch it. But it, like the, fir- the first 10 chapters are really tedious to get through. I generally don't enjoy... I enjoy the classics like this and Frankenstein and other... Uh, just, you know, classic literature the story of them but the language sometimes is very erudite and hard to get as soon as i read about a, a character who dines in the conservatory and I, i'm like oh screw you <laughs> like I'm, I'm like that's not, like then that, no one lives that way anymore but this, the story is very good in here but the first 10 chapters are just grueling to get through because i find them so boring they do lay down a good foundation for the rest of the but the, for me the real plot kicks in Once Jane leaves school, she becomes a teacher and everything and she's there. But once she leaves, that's when the plot really kicks kicks off for me. Uh, I don't know how you feel about it. If you want to discuss, I I, I did mention to you when I was, because I listened to it on Audible. Yeah. Yeah. And I did mention to you how I never knew where the Red Room trope came from before, but I I obviously had heard of it before and I knew that it was, you know, a veiled attempt at uh, a woman, you know, coming into her menstruational cycle and everything like that. But I'm also way more familiar with the Red Room trope because of Marvel Comics and their their character of Black Widow, because the Red Room is where she was trained in. There, the mm-hmm. red having a double meaning, meaning the Soviets. Yes. Slash, but yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I knew about the Red Room trope before, but I never knew it came from Jane Eyre because I'd never read Jane Eyre before. Yeah. And that that's my first major criticism is that the first ten chapters are really grueling to get through, but once you get to chapter eleven onward, it just gets interesting and stays more interesting.
1: See, I think those first chapters, though, are, like, to set up her as a narrator. And I know you already said earlier that, in the car with me, that you were like, I don't know if I trust her as a reliable narrator. Yeah. And we're unsure if that was, like, a thing at the time. I don't know. I don't think... It doesn't need to be a thing, but I know narrative theory... Dr. Davis, I know you're listening to this. Narrative theory is very much applies to a lot of what's going on here.
0: Yeah, because Jane is a victim for the most part throughout the entire novel not just the first 10 chapters but also she never does anything wrong and if she does do it wrong does something wrong it's justified because of how she was feeling emotionally at the time and stuff and there's other characters in it that i'm like what is going on with this character like you're not painting this character in a good light even mr rochester i'll just say it you were supposed to like mr rochester I do not like him at all. I think he is the epitome of toxic masculinity. I, think, I don't
1: think you're supposed to like him. Like he does end up being like the love interest and does marry her, but I don't really think you're supposed. I don't think you're supposed to like him. Yeah. I think you're still supposed to like her more and just be like, well, she has her independence at the end, which is really all she wanted, and she has the man too. Like more so, like you're supposed to be like, well, she got everything. But I don't know if you're supposed to like him. Okay. But I also think, again, I think a lot of the, like, early stuff going on in the early chapters is, like, well, a lot of, like, weird, spiritual, spooky, gothic stuff is going on, too, in those yeah. early chapters. That also, I think, lend its hand narratively to, like, is it, you know, is she just embellishing a lot of what's going on? Because she's embellishing, it seems like she's embellishing a lot there.
0: There's a lot of setup for the supernatural throughout this novel but every setup for it except for the very last thing that happens that I, i'll say is supernatural is explained like there's a rational yeah. explanation for all of it jane is terrified of the red room not just because it's this horrible room with no windows and, every, and everything's painted red and yeah mm-hmm. but it's because it's the room that her uncle died in yes. and she thinks his ghost is still in there and she sees the ghost and passes out and everything but you know, that that's a child. It's all it's a, yeah. easily easily explained that, you know, she imagined him there. The, the, her anxiety got to her, and she eventually passed out from it. I don't, I don't know. Should I move on forward, or do you want to discuss the earlier parts more? No, or... we can
1: keep moving. Okay,
0: so next she goes to Lowood, where she meets a friend, Helen. And Helen is very bright and very kind to Jane. and then, Also
1: very religious, very pious.
0: Yes, extremely pious, actually, which you're is, right. Which yeah. is
1: why she's one of, like, you know a don't worry about the bad things that happen to you because she's very much like yeah she's very much a point of like helping jane like understand that like she needs to be a good person and forgiveness is a good thing like she learns that through helen yeah and And then helen dies (laughs) yeah and
0: suffering is part of the path that you have to go on and everything yeah and then helen dies of consumption or tuberculosis whatever you want to say and jane also gets a role model in um oh i can't think of her name now the teacher, uh, Miss Low uh, at Lowood, uh, da, 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 da. No, not Mister Bro- Temple. Miss Temple, yeah. Uh, Miss Temple is her role model essentially, and she's the head of the school. Well, she's I guess we would say the principal here, like she kind of, yeah, or a that's teacher or whatever. Yeah, good name for it. Yeah, and she <laughs> takes care of the girls and looks after them. Mister um, Brocklehurst is actually in charge of the school, and he's awful, not only to Jane but to everyone. In fact, the one day. Because they had such a poor porridge in the morning. Uh, Miss Temple makes sure that they have a luxury of bread and cheese to eat. Like, oh my gosh, what a luxury. And then Mr. Brocklehurst shows up and he's like, Bread and cheese? What What are you letting them eat bread and cheese for? Like, no. like." And it, a lot of the girls at the school end up getting sick and dying. And then there's an investigation and it's found out, you know, things ne- at the school need to change. And they do. And they Also, may-
1: the, the reason Brocklehurst doesn't like Jane is... Strictly because her aunt was like told him, like, she's a terrible liar, yeah, whatever. Which, when she Jane, by the way, perfect girl, leaves her aunt's household and is like, You were never good to me anyway, you treated me like dirt, yeah, bye, (laughs) like,
0: F you, yeah, Yeah. you
1: think you're religious and pious and a good person? Well, you're not, yeah, screw you, lady, and like, man, I wish I had the balls to say that to somebody, like.
0: Mrs. Rita... And this is also Jane at 10 years old. Yeah. Like, it's not like she's an adult and everything. Like, she's well aware of how abusive her aunt is and everything.
1: Which is also one of those things, like, did she actually say that? Like, you Mm. know, narratively? Like... Can we trust that, like, little 10-year-old actually said that? Because I don't know if I'd have... Like, I might say that to somebody now, but I'm freaking 31, gonna be 32 when this is out. But, like... Yeah. I wouldn't say that at age 10.
0: And at, (laughs) at this point in the story, I expected to find... I expected... This is going to sound silly to say, but I expected Air to be a pun. And I expected the Reed's money to actually be Jane's money. And that she was going to be the yeah. Air, H-E-I-R. Oh. Like, like I thought Air was a pun, last name or whatever. And that she was going to be the heir to the... It doesn't exactly work out that <laughs> way. It doesn't
1: work out that way yeah. necessarily. Yeah.
0: But... Well, I said to you in the prediction, I said... Um, I think I was only in, like, the first ten chapters yeah. or so. But I said, I was like, okay, so she's going to meet someone... Who she falls in love with, who doesn't really love her, which I would argue still still happens. Um, And uh, but then and he's he's going to be a rich man, but then it's going to turn out he's actually not rich. But it's going to be okay because the Reed's money is actually her money. She's the heir. It kind of works out. It it's different details, but it kind of works out that same way. I was I was I'll I'll give myself about sixty percent credit (laughs) just on that guess. But yes, she almost had it. She eventually becomes a teacher at Lowood, and there's. It's reformed, and it gets better for the girls and everything. And then one day, Jane's like, this is really boring. Like, I'm I'm bored at my job. I want to go do something else. I'd like well, to. Well, Miss
1: Temple leaves, Helen dies. You know, yeah. she doesn't have anything at that point keeping her there.
0: That's true. And she advertises to be a governess, and uh, she gets a response, And which I did think was clever that um, she put, she said, respond to J.E. in the paper. Like, it was like she kind of had to hide from the school that she was going to leave. So she was like, she, you know, she didn't want her full name advertised in there and everything. But that's a small detail. But I just liked it. I was like, oh, Jane, you're a little clever. Like, I was like, you know, uh, you don't want to cause any problems at the school if you don't have to. But she leaves to become a governess at uh, Thornfield Hall for a little French girl named Adele. And uh, there she meets a lot of different characters. But most importantly is uh, Mr. Rochester, who's the uh master i guess you would say of thorn phil hall hall and she meets him actually in the woods yeah uh, he's fallen off of his horse she doesn't know who he is he doesn't know who she is and she l- helps him and es- mm-hmm. es- essentially at, at and then at a certain point um it's kind of revealed that they both fell in love with each other love at first sight kind of and she even remarks like he's ugly but i i can't get over how much i love him like like he's a, he's an ugly man, but there's just something about him. Like, and, and I said to you that this... Beauty
1: is in the eye of the beholder.
0: With the exception of actual romance novels or romance smut, whatever you want to call them, adult novels that I've read, this is the horniest book I've ever read in my entire <laughs> life. Uh, Jane and Mr. Rochester are so horny for each other the entire time. Their conversations are just layered with, disgu- like, in- innuendo and, like, how much they want to be drawn to, to each other and everything it is by far the horniest book i've ever read in my life especially for 1847 i couldn't imagine like like
1: it, it it's, and this is why she couldn't publish under her name to start out with it had yeah. to be a man's name yeah scandalous for a woman to be writing such smut
0: agreed but it, it yeah it's just it's a it's a super that's what i mean once you get past those first 10 chapters it picks up and it gets so interesting and it's like oh this is great um <laughs> But uh, Jane, you know, comes to care for Adele. Like she yes. you, b- basically becomes an adoptive mother mother, mother
1: Mo- to her. <laughs> mother. Um,
0: and makes sure that Adele's w- well taken care of and everything. And it gets revealed by Mr. Rochester that Adele might be his biological daughter. We both think that he's, n- that he's not actually the biological father. Mr. Rochester was mes- messing around with a French stage girl.
1: Yeah. And
0: he came to find out that he wasn't the only man in her life. And uh, because Mr. Rochester goes to, which I assumed when they meant the continent, they meant North America, but they're actually referring to the continent as Europe, the rest of Europe. But Mr. Rochester goes to the rest of Europe a lot of the time. He doesn't spend much time at home at all. He's always out and about and uh, doing business dealings. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, eventually Adele, Adele's mother gets sick and leaves Adele to Mr. Rochester because she says he's his biological father. Which, if I was a French stage actress who uh, was messing around with a bunch of different men, I would also choose the rich man to be to be the father of my child. I'd be like, I I need her to be looked after. That is the choice. Yeah, it's it's the rich guy. I forget exactly when this gets revealed, but uh, we also come. Well, uh, should I say strange things start happening at yeah. Thornfield strange Hall? Strange
1: things again, more mystical type stuff.
0: Yeah. Mr. Rochester's bed gets set on fire, which Jane rescues him from. Mm -hmm. Uh, She hears mysterious laughter coming all the time, uh, which she attributes to uh, this woman, Grace, who's at the house, Mm -hmm. who Jane doesn't know what Grace does.
1: But she's there. Yeah, Yeah,
0: and she thinks that Grace started the fire, but Mr. Rochester doesn't fire her or get rid of her, and she's like, this is peculiar, what's going on with Grace? And Rochester's like, one day I'll tell you about what's going on with Grace, but not today. And then Mr. Rochester has... All these other rich uh, English people show up, and he is very clearly interested in this one beautiful English woman. Well, well, well we, we oh. skipped.
1: We did skip something. But it, I'm sorry. Uh, Jane's aunt is dying. I think you know,
0: uh, Doesn't. Uh, oh, that does come before. It does You're come right. I'm before. I'm it yeah. does come before. Because Jane's yeah. gone for a bit. Yeah. Jane's aunt, Mrs. Reed, is dying mm-hmm. and asks to see her. Like she wants to see Jane. And before.
1: Jane, being the forgiving, beautiful person that she is actually goes. Yeah. Ugh. And doesn't does not be me. <laughs> doesn't
0: just go, but also takes care of her dying aunt. Yes. Whereas her cousin John, who was the worst of the uh children to her, has killed himself because essentially he squandered the family fortune. Yep. Her other two cousins, um oh, I'm trying to remember their names now. Um This is what happens when I listen to a book rather than read it. I can't remember yeah. all the characters' names. But um could be Georgiana is the pretty one Mm -hmm. who has, who's still pretty, but has gotten fat, if Mm -hmm. I remember correctly. And, uh, oh, what's the other one's name? Anne? Hold on. I have a list of the characters here.
1: Eliza. Eliza.
0: Eliza. Yeah. Eliza is the smart one and -hmm. has kind of set herself up. She's going to move to America, as a matter of fact, after all this and become a a nun, I believe. She Mm -hmm. said she's going to become a Catholic nun. And Georgiana will be taken care of because even though she's gotten fat, she's still pretty. So someone will marry her eventually, yeah. but they're not interested in taking care of their own mother. They're just like, Oh, she's dying. Oh, how droll. But Jane takes care of her and nurses her until she dies. Um, and it's revealed by her aunt before she dies, who's, I think she had a stroke and she's suffering the symptoms of a stroke. So she's not really co- uh, mm-hmm. cognizant of what's going on all the time, but she reveals that Jane has a surviving uncle
1: who wanted to take her. Yeah,
0: who wanted to take Jane.
1: And the aunt, being a terrible human being, told him that Jane was dead.
0: Yeah, she died at Lilwood when all those other kids died.
1: What a douche. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, so, uh, Jane goes back to Thornfield Hall. Mm-hmm. And Mr. Rochester, at that time period, has brought on these other English people into the house. One of whom he's interested in. Uh, the other one...
1: Blanche Ingram.
0: Thank you. Blanche Ingram. Yes. And Jane's like, oh, they're going to get married. And I'm super jealous because I'm really horny for Mr. Rochester. And uh, one night, I'm just going to skip. There's a uh, gypsy woman, a tarot card reader, who mm-hmm. who's there, who's going to give everyone their fortune. And Jane goes last um, because Jane doesn't think that the fortune card teller is going to see her or whatever. But it is, the fortune teller's like, oh, no, there's one more woman who I have to see. Send her in here. And Jane almost immediately sees through the disguise that it's actually Mr. Rochester dressed up as this fortune teller woman. And he, he's like, oh, yes, I did this to test everyone and see what their real interests were in me and blah, blah, blah. Like, he's a master manipulator and yep. extremely excessive that he went through this ridiculous disguise and everything. I mean,
1: kudos at the same time. But also... <laughs> The fact that no one else recognized him right away, y'all are terrible well, friends. I,
0: I think that has a degree of the sexism in it because he only sees the women. He won't see any of the men. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a a, veiled, uh, a slight degree of sexism to be like, oh, no, of course a man would recognize him right away. But these women aren't going to, you know. I, I, I feel anyway. But who's
1: to say that they didn't recognize him? Just didn't say anything, and we're like, wow, That's Rochester's true. Jane, being a freaking weirdo. I
0: guess we're talking about how we're not sure if Jane's supposed to be like, a reliable like Jane, narrator. Jane's
1: saying like, oh, no one knew it was him. Like, yeah. For all you know, she left that room to go get her fortune, and they were like. See that that was Mr. Yeah, Rochester.
0: Yeah, what the what the use with this guy?
1: <laughs> what do you think he's yeah. up to? Yeah, what a weirdo. Let's
0: get out of here. <laughs>
1: Blanche, you sure you want to marry this guy? Yeah. he seems a little odd. <laughs>
0: but that's essentially what happens is that uh Rochester is like, "No, Jane, I I don't want to marry Blanche. I want to marry you." you're so perfect and smart and you're, you're the woman that I want and I want to be with and I've longed for you since the first day we met and I'm super horny for you and, and you're super horny for me so let's get married and Jane's like oh Mr. Rochester it's all I've ever wanted and uh, they, they're engaged <laughs> and, and they're gonna get married that's, that's what happens I, I'm summarizing um, I'm dying And then on the day, on the day of their wedding, well, I guess I should say the night before the wedding, Jane, Jane sees a ghost in Mr. Rochester's house that Mm -hmm. rips her veil in half. Yes. And when she wakes up that morning, the veil is still ripped in half. And she's like, the ghost was real. Like, I've seen a ghost. And, and, uh, they go to the church to get married and there the, uh, whatever, not the priest, but the pastor or whatever says, if anyone has anything to say, speak now or forever hold your peace and uh this one guy stands up and is like no they can't get married because rochester was married to this guy's sister and we get to meet uh mr mason who uh is like
1: yeah yeah he's uh, he's married to my sister he's
0: like this little cowardly man. and the reason
1: this happens is jane eyre writes to that uncle yes that she's she found alive, out about
0: yeah and she's <laughs> going to get married and blah 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 and
1: like rochester and like The guy who came is friends with the uncle, so they came to stop the wedding, basically.
0: Yeah. And it gets revealed um, that the crazy... Well, the the crazy... The stuff
1: happening and all the stuff happening is uh, Rochester's wife, who is locked up in his attic.
0: Yeah, Bertha, who... Uh, went mentally ill and he locked her up in the attic and grace who we mentioned before is the live-in nurse taking care of her who
1: gets drunk sometimes and yeah then and then bertha steals escapes. the key and gets out of the attic and she's <laughs> did... supposed to show you she is a smart woman yeah
0: and that 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 like you know we we look at mental health differently than they did back then obviously even 50 years ago, if you had a crazy relative, yeah. they just got locked up somewhere.
1: Well, also, like, even, like, what they thought of as mental is very different from what we would think is mental now. Yeah. Like, back then, it could have, like, been, like, something just simple. And then be like, well, she's crazy. She's spouting crazy stuff. Like, And
0: it's also very thinly veiled that it's racism as well at the same time. Yes. They're saying this happened to her because she's half black. Yes. And that's why she she went crazy. You so, know
1: I, mean. I, I have not read it, but I know that there is a novel called Wide Sargasso Sea, mm-hmm. and it is basically if, her name is Antoinette, but yeah. Antoinette Bertha, whatever you want to call it, was, it's from her perspective, basically, of what happened that oh. led to, like, it's her early life, it's her. That's interesting. And I've... then i'd like to
0: see that yeah and
1: then we lead up to the fire that burns everything later yeah
0: well we get we get the details of rochester rochester was the second son Mm -hmm. and his father really didn't care for him he liked the older son better Mm -hmm. and so he essentially sold rochester for twenty thousand pounds like he was he sold her he sold them to someone in um jamaica or Mm -hmm. bahamas i can't remember which island specifically but he was like, "Oh, you know, sure, no, twenty thousand pounds for for my son, sure, that's fine. He'll he'll marry your daughter, that's great." And his father knew that the girl's mother had gone insane, and there was a strong chance that she was going to go insane too. And
1: mm-hmm. he didn't
0: care because he was the second son. And then Rochester's <laughs> older brother dies, and so now Rochester is the heir to Thornfield Hall and everything, and comes back. And I also think a degree of being separated from her family also might Probably. have caused the... but
1: also yeah and then you know shoving her and like treating her yeah
0: and and with all the antics that rochester does all the manipulation he does i can't imagine
1: oh yeah I, like i said i've never read it i actually just put it on hold at the library because i'm curious to read it yeah but uh it, i would assume that like i'll
0: have to check that out too because I, I i would love to see rochester's portrayal in that as well next
1: episode on wide sargassus you know. <laughs> yeah
0: um but he uh he, I, I forgot to mention he's also 20 years older than jane yeah. Jane's 18 and he's 38. I'm okay with the age gap, except for the fact that Rochester does not act like a 38-year-old man, because the things that he does, I wouldn't do. I'm 35, and I wouldn't he do... He does
1: the... things that, a, like, a 21-year-old man would do. Yeah, like, he
0: did things that he's when,
1: acting like when I was a
0: 21-year-old douchebag, that, he does the things that I did. Not that I ever dressed up like a tarot card reader or anything, but... <laughs> <laughs> like, you but didn't no but shocking I, I, you know I'll, <laughs> next lifetime i guess um, oh. <laughs> his his levels of manipulation are are disgusting and he he's, he tries to justify to jane marrying her because he was like oh in my mind because my wife had gone crazy i i uh, thought that i wasn't married to her anymore and that i thought it would be okay for us to get which i don't fully understand like why he just couldn't divorce his first like they say oh because she went crazy you can't divorce her the whole English church was founded so that Henry, whatever, could get divorced from his wives. That's why they left the, uh, the Catholic church listen, and everything. Like,
1: it's I, stupid. Yeah, I don't know. But I, also,
0: it, 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 so
1: the wedding does not happen, no. obviously, yeah. and then Rochester's of like, I'm Go away with me. Yeah. We'll just leave yeah. and be I, together.
0: I won't make you my mistress. I promise. I'll never try to sleep with you. <laughs> but we'll go away together. We'll be in France or Italy or whatever. and We'll
1: live as husband and wife anyway. Yeah,
0: yeah. Like... yeah. And uh, Jane, Jane, eventually, one day before everyone wakes up, is like, I can't do this. Like, this, No. And she just leaves. She leaves.
1: This is also where the quote from my back of my class ring is from, too. Uh, that, I am no bird. I, I am no bird. In which yeah. I get a message from him that's just like, that's where the quote is yeah.
0: from. Yeah, because that's
1: when 20... he's denying me.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: I want uh, you to know he was like messaging me the whole time he was reading this, and, and... I'm just dying. <laughs> and he's like, and this, happens. well, because there's, like, so there's so much, there's so
0: much crazy stuff that happens in this that, like, I, soap opera man. All the twists and turns. <laughs> general
1: Hospital before General Hospital was a thing. <laughs>
0: agreed, 100 percent agreed. Um, but Jane leaves. Sunny
1: Carinthos also has a wife locked in the attic somewhere. I'm sure. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't. It wouldn't surprise me.
0: Um, but uh, Jane leaves, and she only has. I forget. I forget what English money is because their money is ridiculous. But she has. 20 canucks or whatever harry potter money they have um, and, she, and she finds this cab driver and she's like i have to get away please take me away and he's like well how much money do you have and she's like 20 canucks and he's like yeah that's exactly what it's gonna cost for a cab ride so he takes all the money that she has abandons her in the middle of nowhere and she's homeless for three days out in the wild on the moor. Yeah, and eventually she becomes a beggar at this one house, and it's like, please take me in. And the the two sisters there are like, yeah, let's take her in and take care of her, this poor girl. And uh, it gets revealed eventually, we don't know this right now, but it gets revealed eventually, as luck would have it, they're Jane's cousins from the other side of the family. <laughs> um, she just happened to end up at, at her cousin cousin's on the other side of the family's house. But they, before that happens, she... Won't tell them the details of her life, but she tells them that she was educated and and she becomes uh, the head school teacher at the school that they're running. Mm-hmm. Um, have
1: the sisters, and they have a brother. Yeah, So we didn't talk about Sinjin. Yeah, brother.
0: Yeah, Sinjin. He's he's an interesting character to say the least. <laughs> um, but Jane's teaching at the school and doing a good job, and then eventually Sinjin one day comes down and he's like, "Hmm, I want to tell you a story." about someone I know. And she's like, oh, okay, I'm not really interested in the story, but go ahead. He's like, it's about this girl who was abused by her aunt and cousins. And then she went to Lowood. He's recapping Jane's life for her. (laughs) And she's like, oh, um, and he's like, like, yes, and her name was Jane Eyre. And it turns out that she's my cousin. And she's also going to get 20,000 pounds because, uh, my...
1: My uncle left... The money to her.
0: Which I have a note here about... I bolded it because I didn't know how much 20,000 pounds actually was. It's a lot was. of money, yeah. It's equivalent to $2.24 million in last year's money. So it is a lot of money. And Jane's like, you know what? We're cousins.
1: And splits it between yeah. the four of them, basically. All, all four
0: of us are going to get it. Like, the money should have gone to you guys anyway, so we're just going to split We're all four of us. And then Sinjin's like, hey, you know what else? I need you to start learning... Um, Indian. I forget what what the language is exactly, yeah. but Jane's like okay, because um, he's trying to learn it because he's going to go to India to be a missionary. Yeah,
1: she's very good at doing basically whatever he tells her because like she's so thankful for like living there and oh. stuff. And like,
0: she's also extremely intelligent. Yeah, like, and
1: like it's also like that's her family and like family that actually cares about her for once, which is not what she said up until this point. So. No.
0: And this is the Rivers family. I guess I should have mentioned that their <laughs> names Rivers, but. Uh, at a certain point, uh, Sinjin comes to her and he's like, Hey, you know what else? Um, we should get married. <laughs> <And>
1: <laughs> worst proposal ever. <laughs>
0: yeah, he's actually in love with another woman. I, um, I forget her name now. I think I have it in here somewhere. Oh, uh, Ro- Rosamund, uh, or Rosalind, or whatever it was supposed Um, but Sinjin's actually in love with her, but he doesn't have the courage to say, Hey, we should get, because. He feels like if he marries her, he won't actually go on the mission and everything like that. He'll Mm -hmm. he'll love her more than God or whatever. And he's like, no, but Jane, you're smart and... Uh,
1: and a good person yeah and and you listen to me so like, let's get married yeah, and we'll be like brother sister yeah but married
0: you'd be you'd be the perfect wife and you know it's not weird that we're cousins at all or anything because of the time period that this takes place and I'm but, not hor-
1: th- this is very anti-horny right here yeah yeah <laughs> not horny for you you're not horny for me, but you know what you We'll get married and it'll be like we're living like brother and sister.
0: And Jane's like, hold on, hold, time out. Um, what's that, Mr. Rochester? Help, <laughs> help. Like Literally. Superman or something. Like Superman, yeah, Rochester,
1: she, calling in the she, distance. She
0: hears Rochester calling out to her. <laughs> and so she goes back to Thorn uh, Thornfield Hall and finds it burned to the ground. And she's like, oh, my precious Rochester. Oh, no, he's dead. Uh, wh- wh- whatever. And she goes to this bar and the bartender's like, oh yeah it sucks what happens to what happened to him he uh you know got into an accident with the fire and everything his his uh crazy wife uh went fully crazy and she burned the place down and killed herself she started the fire in the governess's room for some reason no one knows why like we it's really weird that she would do that Uh, burned the place down and uh rochester woke up and saved everyone in the house and then went to go save his crazy wife and she fell off the the uh, roof and died and he he got hurt. He lost an arm, uh, lost an eye, and lost a hand, and everything. Uh, but now he's living in this other place that his father owned. It's a much smaller place. It's not as nice, but he's living there. And Jane's like, okay, well, I'm gonna go visit him there. So she gets there and she sees him standing outside, trying to feel the rain because he can't see it, but he can feel the rain. Mm-hmm. And then she sneaks around to the back door. Uh, talks with uh the two servants that are there that are like jane it's great that you're back like oh i, I wonder if it... she's like no 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 don't tell him i'm here it's gonna be a super secret surprise don't tell him don't tell him and she brings his water to him and rochester's dog is real excited to see her he's like why the hell is the dog so excited and uh she's like oh because i'm here and he's like oh jane jane my love oh <laughs> Have you really returned to me, or is it another spirit that I've seen? Cause I, I've had... He heard her yelling, yeah, too. Yeah, he's like, I've had dreams of you, but they've always disappeared. And one night I called out to you, and I heard you say, I'm coming, wait for me. But they've always... And... <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> uh... but... <laughs> but she's like, yes, I'm here, and I'm going to take care of you. I don't care that you lost an eye and a hand. You were ugly before anyway. It's fine. <laughs> and and I'm an independent woman. I'm actually worth more money than you are now. And, and I will
1: remain an independent woman, yeah. but we'll get married. But yeah. and, me, I'm independent. And you and got since, that? Yeah,
0: since your first wife's dead, we'll get, we'll get married now. And I'll take care of you all the time. Like, I'll lead you around. It doesn't matter. Uh, and they do. They get married. And they have a little baby of their own. And Jane also mentions that Adele... is is like a a full daughter now she makes Mm -hmm. sure that adele's fully taken care of and everything and i'm trying to think of what else happens oh she does mention like her cousins the the rivers the two women get married and have excellent husbands he
1: has a son they give birth to a son and he magically gains his eyesight back (laughs) yeah
0: and the one good eye that was still there um but uh what else happened oh and sinjin uh he's off in india but
1: he's really sick
0: yeah and he's going to die, Yep. um, and he writes saying, You know I'm gonna die, but it was worth it it was, and he never he never mentions Jane having married Rochester that's in that's in there too that like he's like he never brings up Rochester, he never congratulates her on getting married. It's just, hey, I'm in India, I'm doing the Lord's work, hey, I'm in India, I'm not feeling too well. hey, I'm in India, I'm dying. The next letter you're gonna get is from someone else saying that I'm dead, and then that's that pretty much I think I'm trying pretty to rem- much
1: like the end kind of like
0: wraps up real quick
1: like it just it's go 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 go
0: yeah um,
1: and reader i married him <laughs>
0: yes but yeah i don't know i i wrote down an overall score do you want, i kind of re- i mean
1: i did not but
0: well i kind of recapped most of the details anyway let me see um do 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 oh yeah i wanted to say i listened to it on audible and it was narrated by theradine theradine Theridine, Theridwine? Theridwine Newton. And she did a really fantastic job narrating it. And the runtime is only 19 hours and 10 minutes. So if you're interested in the story, if for some reason you've listened to us recap it and you haven't read it before, but you're interested, go listen to it on that. It, you can get it done real quickly. I do have two major criticisms. Like I said, the first 10 chapters are boring and not much really happens in them. And my second criticism was Rochester. I wrote down, he's the epitome of toxic masculinity. He's manipulative, abusive, deceitful, and super horny. And if we're to trust Jane as our narrator, she didn't go. To, she didn't do a good job of painting her beloved in a good light, and I don't believe he deserves to have her. Overall, though, I highly recommend this book to anyone. Uh, you do have to struggle through the first ten chapters, but it's highly worth it, and I gave it a nine out of ten.
1: Oh man, I just love you re- <laughs> recapping this book, like. <laughs> better than a Sparky Sparks recap of <laughs> My Girl Jane. Yeah, yeah. It's better than the Thug Notes version. If you don't know what that is, go look up Thug Notes. I'm well, doing you a good favor. <laughs> well, yeah, because
0: he doesn't bring up how horny Jane and Rochester are for each other at all. And, and for me, that's the crux of the book, is that the two of them are super horny for each other the whole time. Jane
1: uh, really just wanted to write her smut novel about her life. And...
0: and, yeah, listen, there's a lot of elements that we did not discuss. We didn't discuss the weather and how the weather reflects like oh, we're not going to get into that. the character's we're not doing feelings that. and everything we're like not that doing that bullshit yeah. yeah there's way there's other people out there that'll discuss those things
1: listen uh, we're english majors we could probably sit here and talk about any book for like such a long period of time especially something like this that has so many like elements and it's been around so long that there's so much about it yeah. that if you wanted any theory to apply to this, you could make it apply, probably. It's, it it's first one of those things, you know?
0: It was the first type of its kind and everything, mm-hmm. and we can praise Bronte for how great she was at, at writing it and everything, but, you know, we want to talk about the horniness. <laughs> and we did.
1: And we did. <laughs> yeah. It's a good uh, way to celebrate my birthday. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, is do you want to give it a score? Do you want to say anything else about it? Or? I
1: mean, I love the book. Go read it. Obviously, we're doing this for my birthday, so yeah, clearly I enjoy it. Um, I would probably give it like a nine out of ten as well. Yeah, it's a good book. I think you're right. Sometimes it does slow down a bit, even later on. Like, you know. I feel like that's just that's how literature was at the time, though. It. Well, that's. You do- know I. I can say a lot of things about like something like Wuthering Heights too about. Like I like the plot, but sometimes the like details. Oh god, man. Like you just you got to get through the slogs when the slogs are there.
0: That's when it was originally published, it was in three separate volumes. Yes. Chapters 1 through 15, which makes sense. Chapters 16 through 27, which also makes sense in chapters 28 through 38. Like the way that it was broken down broken up makes sense mm-hmm. and for action happening within the book. Mm-hmm. climaxes and everything um but yeah uh i didn't mention that before but that that was just one of the things i don't know
1: uh, See, i can't imagine reading that first like like reading it like that and reading the first one and be like yep totally ready to go finish this out at some point like
0: well i think because I, i've said this multiple times the first 10 chapters are grueling to get through because they're very boring but having 11 12 13 14 it's like oh oh what's happening now like well now i want more we're gonna actually discuss a, a movie very shortly that wasn't that popular of a movie, but I, I after watching it was like, hmm, I would like more of this, please.
1: Honestly, I had lots of questions at the end of that yeah. movie because yeah. I was very like, I don't, hmm,
0: yeah. And that I guess that's all we have to say about Jane Eyre. I think
1: huh? so. Uh, you're gonna enjoy the class, yes. Doctor Davis, if you're listening. I hope you enjoyed this minor. Flub that. I'm sure you're probably also, like, screaming that we're not talking about things. It's fine. Well,
0: at the time, right now, recording it, we're almost at the 43-minute mark. I generally end up editing out about six or seven minutes from each episode because of all my ums and everything like that. So, you know, if you want to play it in class for the students, that's fine with me, too. Oh, my God. No. (laughs) No? All right. Don't do that. Never mind. But, yes. uh, All right.
1: Uh, Thank is, you for listening, yeah, guys.
0: This has been the Once Again Podcast. Any questions, comments, or critiques can be addressed to our email at onceagainpod at gmail.com. Follow us on our social media accounts, OnceAgainPod, all one word, on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. If you'd like to contribute to the podcast, we have several tiers available on patreon.com onceagainpod. As always, a like, follow, or share would be greatly appreciated. Thank you and have a wonderful day, and remember, we will entertain you. We will always entertain you. And just as a final note, um... Uh, I think we should start covering maybe some more books, because I think this is kind of a very fun thing to do.
1: You know what? I agree. Let me know if you think. I think I think it's a good pace for us, like a good takeaway from what we usually do, because I think movies... Yeah. I think this is much more like intellectual discussions, a- because it's, agreed. it's our major. We can bring in elements that we usually don't bring in when we're talking about
0: movies maybe necessarily. maybe the podcast will evolve into being once upon a time and a book podcast
1: once again <laughs> yeah
0: we'll see all right but thank you and uh peace out homeboys <laughs> peace out
1: homeboys <laughs> Celebrate my birthday with me yeah
0: happy birthday to ashley
1: Woo! i'm old <laughs>